Hi, this is 5050, real estate podcast for the common man, where we talk about selling, buying, and investing in real estate. We aren't baffling you with BS. We're dazzling you with brilliance. We're not telling you how to become a millionaire. We're telling you stories, the truth, and the information no one is talking about. So sit back, listen, laugh, and enjoy 5050, real estate podcast for the common man. Hey everybody, uh, JD here. Hope you're looking good and feeling fine. Hope you had a great weekend with uh, friends, families, and relatives. We're going to be discussing um, something uh, here that uh, really scares me quite a lot. Um, I don't think a lot of mortgage companies, the government, uh, financial um, institutions, uh, Wall Street actually even are aware of this uh, I think looking at it relatively pretty close it really scares the living daylights out of me and I'm going to discuss something that I just discovered and uh, looked into it a little bit more thoroughly and uh, realized that uh, the government uh, is kind of, I don't know if they are aware of it or if they are, it's the biggest con since Bernie Madoff and makes Bernie Madoff look like a kid. Well, maybe they're just naive and they're just not really even even aware of it. So, like I said, if, if this is true, it will be pretty much a huge, huge financial crash in the United States. It'll make the crash of 2008 look like small potatoes. And let me explain. Um, I'll, I'll explain a little bit. I mean, it's kind of old news, but if you're not really familiar with what happened in 2008, is that um, what had happened is... They were trying to uh, make homes more affordable. And what happened is that the government just said, hey, look it, we uh, will insure um, you know, these types of loans and um, it'll just loosen up your loan standards because we wanted to make homes way more affordable. So what happens is a lot of the banks uh, started giving out what they call liar loans. And what that was is, and it really totally surprised me because I was selling quite a lot of real estate back then. But when uh, it came to be, I started talking to my mortgage person that I've been working with for years. And I said, now, wait a minute. I, I don't understand you're saying that I can get somebody a loan with no down payment, no income, and they're not even going to check the credit? And he said yes. And I, I just, what this is the craziest thing I've ever ever heard in my life. And he goes, well, you know, that's the guidelines now. And that's where the mortgage companies are... Um, are doing and a matter of fact a lot of the mortgage insurance companies will insure these loans and i said this is just the craziest thing i've ever ever heard of so what happened is the real estate market became higher and higher and higher 
And I mean, some of it was just kind of like today. It was so overinflated, nothing made sense. And people were buying home. I mean, I had literally people who had never invested in real estate, had no job and no money down, and they were buying kind of fix and flips. And the interest rates were a lot higher because there was a lot more risk to the lender. And um, they were getting what they call the hard money loans. And they didn't need a down payment, closing costs, or they didn't even verify their employment or anything like this. And it was the most craziest thing I've ever ever saw. And... Um, that's just kind of the way it was. Well, what has happened back then is they were giving so many loans and they were called liar loans that they were just garbage loans, total garbage loans. And if you uh, ever saw a movie called The Big Short, it was how a guy named Michael Berry kind of discovered how the whole entire real estate economy was just going to tank because the whole real estate and economy was built up on these just bad liar loans um, you know, where people couldn't really afford homes. They were adjustable weight mortgages. They were what they called teaser rates. So let's say um, interest rates were like 5%. They said, well, we'll, we'll give you a 2% interest rate for five years and then it'll adjust. So a lot of people went in, figured, hey, if I, hey, if I buy a home and I don't need no money, no credit, no job, hey, and I can live in a house for three, five years, and, you know, if it doesn't work out, I'll just give the house to the bank. But boy, I really lived in a really nice house for a long time and I'd, I'd be renting anyway. So a lot of the people just, you know, they went out, they bought a home and uh, a lot of it was adjustable weight mortgages. And after about three, four five years, the uh, a lot of the uh, rates adjusted and their house payment went from like, you know, $800 to $2,100 and they just couldn't um, afford it and they all just kind of walked away. Well, if you looked at the big short, what was really interesting is Michael Berry kind of discovered that all, everything was built on these liar loans, bad loans, uh, subprime mortgages, they were just garbage loans. And, but what was happening is when all these loans were made, a lot of the um, mortgage companies would just sell them off. And if you if you look at it, if you've ever had a loan, a lot of times you, you get a loan and after maybe a year or two, sometimes you know when you close within the next month, it'll say your loan has been sold off. To, you know, maybe you went to, you know, I say, um, oh, let's let's create a name, uh, Winding Mortgage Company. And Winding Mortgage Company is selling it to uh, Guy uh, Mortgage Company. And, and the reason why they do that is because when you get a loan, the mortgage is a debt to you because you, you owe money. 
but it's an asset to the mortgage companies and those assets could be sold and they're called kind of mortgage-backed securities because it's a security backed by a mortgage backed by real estate. So what a lot of people did back then in 2008 when the whole market fell is they gathered up all these mortgages and a lot of them were really decent mortgages but a lot of them were garbage. So I guess a good way of I guess explaining it is let's say you had oh uh, some steak and you just couldn't sell the steak but the steak hasn't really gotten bad I mean it's still eatable it's still decent but it's kind of aged a little bit and you really can't sell it as steak so what you do is you you know, cook up the steak you cut it in little bits and then you put it in the soup and you make soup out of the steak. Uh, well, that's kind of what they were doing. They had these bad loans and they were just garbage loans. And what they were doing is they were putting it together with decent loans, kind of hiding it behind you know decent loans and they were selling them as mortgage-backed securities and wall street and big huge investors were selling them uh, a lot of pension funds were buying them um, countries were buying mortgage-backed securities uh, insurance companies investment companies and so on and so forth and what had happened is this Michael Berry discovered that the whole economy is built on these bad, terrible, ugly loans. And he predicted that the whole real estate um, whole real estate market was just going to collapse. And when the real estate market collapsed, the whole economy was collapsed. And he uh, did what they call he shorted the stock. Now I am not a financial advisor, but uh, and I would I'm not giving any financial advice, but I'm giving you a little bit of information. And what shorting the stock is, I mean, it gets a lot more complicated. But I'll just kind of tell you how it is in layman's terms. Is let's say we're going to say that Apple. Just everybody kind of knows Apple. And Apple is selling one share of their stock for a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Excuse me, not a hundred thousand dollars. Let's say a hundred dollars. Okay, to make it easier. And you look at the Apple uh, report, and you go deep, deep, deep inside of Apple, and you say, "Wow, wait a minute." Boy, it looks like they're just not selling iPhones and iPads and Macs that much this year. Matter of fact, the shortage, they can't get the supplies, uh, the you know, the people just aren't interested as much as they were about Apple products. And boy, they, they're just gonna have a real bad, bad year. And their stock is going to pretty much plummet so what you do is you go and you say to you know investors and and people who are uh, stock brokers and so on and so forth you say look at 
uh, I would like to short an Apple stock. And some of these investors and big hedge funds and so on and so forth say, okay, well, you know, if you want to short an Apple stock, we'll loan you, let's say, one stock for $100. But, you know, we want, we want a, a premium. We want 1% every month or 1% of what we uh, loan you every year. So, you know, until we get that share back, that Apple share back, we're going to be charging you a fee and so on. So you better be darn sure that uh, that Apple stock is going to go down or you could file bankruptcy and just lose everything. So let's say that Apple stock, you say, okay, I, I, I'll, I'll go for it. And you get that Apple stock for, you know, the current rate of $100. And you sell it for $100. But you're gambling that maybe in a month, or in a few months, or a short amount of time, that that same stock is going to only be worth $50. So let's say you know for sure that, wow, if we wait a month or two, that stock's going to be worth $50, but we'll only, you know, we're still going to have to pay maybe 1% premium every month uh, until we can give the stock back. So you, it's a real, real big risk. But, uh, you know, it really worked out for the Mike, Michael Berry because he just, everybody thought he was crazy because the interest rate, not the interest rates, but the housing market was just going through the roof. So can you imagine, you know, uh, everybody looking at Apple and saying, oh, are you kidding? Apple's never going to go down. It's it's going to go up, man. It'd be a great product. People are buying them and so on and so forth. But you've just depth, you you've done so much research, you just know that it's untrue but all the hype is saying oh apple's the best thing since sliced bread so you go and you borrow one share of apple at a hundred dollars and everybody thinks you're out of your mind so they think okay and you're gonna pay us one percent a month uh we'll do it all day long and they loan you the one share like you said you sell it for a hundred dollars and then let's say two weeks later, that share goes down to $50. Well, now you buy the share back for $50 and you give it back to the person that uh, you borrowed it from, plus you know, that premium, and you made, to make it simple, $50 profit. Well, that's kind of what Michael Berry did, but it wasn't you know that. He bought like huge mortgage uh, back securities and uh, mortgage, I know, mortgage trades. Uh, and uh, everybody thought he was crazy. So he he bought like a um, hundred million dollars of real estate back securities and uh, was sh sh going to short them to say, you know, the whole market's going to go down and I can sell these for a hundred million and uh, within a short amount of time, I'll be able to buy these back for 50, you know, pennies on the dollar, like 10 million. And I can make my investors who, who invested in him, you know, millions and millions of dollars. Well, 
it all came out to be true and the guy made millions for himself and millions and millions for an invest uh, for his investors but if it didn't the guy would have filed bankruptcy and all his investors would have lost it would have been really really ugly and he's noted as a really really uh, just a phenomenal uh, investor and uh, you can read about him but uh, so that's what the big short is, and he just bet that the whole real estate economy was going to go down the tubes because of bad loans. Well, fast forward now. Um, I am not a Michael Berry, and I don't play one on TV, but I'm looking at things, and uh, you know, I'm kind of understanding a little bit about shorting stocks and things along that lines. And the whole economy and mortgage, you know, back securities and, you know, how uh, companies are selling them and so on and so forth. And it kind of dawned on me that the government kind of ran a scam. Uh, I know they didn't intentionally do it, and I know it's probably not a conspiracy theory. Um, but it's really, really ugly, and it really scares the living daylights out of me. Let me explain. And I would suggest you look at it really closely if you have any financial advisors or investors that uh, you have, or you have a financial advisor or an investor, and you look into this, maybe you might come into the same conclusion that I did. Well, when the uh, pandemic hit uh, and they had to close down the entire economy, the government uh, realized that the whole entire uh, economy would have collapsed. The United States would have collapsed. The whole financial economy would have collapsed. So what they did is they lowered the interest rates to nothing, zero, I think it was. And they said to a lot of the mortgage companies that borrow from the government, you can borrow, uh, you know, millions and billions of dollars for uh, nothing. Interest rates would be nothing. So the mortgage companies uh, said, okay, and they that's why the interest rates went down to like 3%, 2.5%, because they were, you know, getting all this money from the government and at no end pretty much no interest well everybody back you know 2020 2021 and beginning of 2022 they said wow wait a minute we can get this cheap cheap money so a lot of the people were borrowing money at two three percent and putting it in the stock market and getting you know 10 15 20 percent making a ton of money but a lot of the people were also saying, look, we can borrow money, and cheap money, and we can buy real estate. So a lot of big corporations were buying huge amount of homes. Some of, uh, some of these corporations went in and bought like whole blocks and whole subdivisions from uh, uh, builders 
and uh, just came in with cash and they were backed up by a lot of the Wall Street big money from Wall Street and saying, look it, we're borrowing money at 3%, but you know, these houses are going up 10, 15, 20, 30% a year. We'll buy all these houses and uh, maybe rent them out for a year. We'll make some good income there. And then in a year or two, we'll sell these and make a fortune, make 20%, 30%. So they were doing that. And then everybody else kind of jumped on the bandwagon. And tons and tons and tons of people just said, oh, interest rates are low. Why should we pay rent? We can go out and buy homes for close to what we're paying rent and these are the lowest interest rates in history. Let's go out. So homes started going up, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 percent. Matter of fact, sometimes people were even overbidding fifty, sixty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars over what the asking price was. So let's let's look at a lot of these homes were overinflated. There was so demand to it, the demand basically inflated these homes so high they weren't worth what they were you know they were selling for i mean you would go out and you would see a house that was you know three hundred thousand dollars and the house is selling for five hundred thousand dollars you go you know are they kidding me five hundred thousand dollars for a house that that house maybe were three hundred but people didn't care all they cared is Hey, look, at I'm getting this low interest rate and I can afford a home. And, you know, who cares if the house is $200,000 over what it should be? I'm getting, I'm getting the interest rate. It, it would be like going into a car lot and you're buying a, I don't know, a Maserati for $100,000. <laughs> okay. And you just, you know, at a normal interest rate, you, would, you wouldn't even think of it. You couldn't even afford it. But then the guy says, well, I can give you this Maserati for an interest rate of 1% over the next 30 years. And all it's going to cost you is $150 a month. Well, you, you go, wow, I can write a Maserati for $150 a month. Okay, I'll jump on it. Well, you don't, you're not, you're not caring about what the price of the Maserati is, all you care is you can afford a house payment. Well, that's kind of what was going on for the past three or four years is nobody was really caring about what the value of the home was. All they care is, oh, this is like the lowest interest, interest rates in history. I can hopefully um, afford these payments. And wow, you know, this is great. So the housing market went up 20, 30, 40% overinflated. Everybody who's in any uh, financial business or real estate will say these are overinflated homes. But then the argument was, well, you know, this is totally different than 2008. Totally different. Because you're not giving liar loans out. You're not, you know, these people have to qualify. They need to you know, down payment, they need a good job, they need great credit scores, um, and, you know, we'll just, they need an appraisal, and so there's, there's no way that it's happening like it happened in 2008. 
But I'm saying, wait a minute. It is because what was happening is the housing started rising and rising and rising and rising and rising. They were incredibly crazy prices. And the appraisers were just looking at what was going on and saying, wow, this guy, he bought a home for 400000 So there's a comp. So And there's another guy that bought a $400,000 comp. And, then, you know, and so this house that uh, JD's buying, it's worth four hundred, And it just went up and up and up and up and up and up and up. I mean, there is no way in a world, and, and this is ha- what's happening with people buying a $400,000 home, living it for less than a year and selling $400,000 more a year later. that That's crazy. Nobody does that. Usually uh, uh, on an average market, might go up 3 to 5%. They don't go up 30, 40, 50% in one year. So it's just an insane, overinflated, smoke and mirrors market. And it was all caused by the government cheap money. The government's cheap money so the housing market overinflated right and this is these overinflated mortgages it's so it's kind of like the the 2008 um housing market except that they're not backed by liar loans and and you know crazy ninja loans and what they whatever you want to call them they're backed by overinflated cheap money that overinflated the market okay so what the government said is look at just kind of like what happened at wall street in 2008 they said we're going to give cheap money but you guys don't have to worry you know we'll you know the government will buy mortgage uh, back securities back so mortgage companies started loaning money loaning money loaning money and selling them all and the government was buying all these mortgages back uh, so they were giving really cheap interest rates giving the mortgages you know giving that to the mortgage company and the mortgage company was <laughs> loaning money and then they were selling them all off and the government was buying back matter of fact the government was buying something like 40 billion dollars worth of mortgage backed securities in one month uh so now fast forward uh they purchased something like 6 trillion dollars worth of mortgage backed securities and that kind of stimulated the economy got everybody to buy the economy slowly started getting stronger and stronger and stronger and then it started uh things started getting higher and higher and higher in prices because everything was so cheap money that we had high inflation now gas is up food is up uh everything is up we had like five to six eight percent inflation rate so now what the government is saying is hey wait a minute this has got out of half we we, we've got to raise the interest rates now so they raised them to you know five and a half five and a quarter who knows maybe middle of summer it's going to be six six and a quarter to really 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 slow down 
the economy and the prices from escalating and so on. They've done that and it's really slowed down the housing market. I mean, I, I've seen houses in my area that last year would have been listed for 720 now listed for like, I'd say 650 uh, and they're still a little bit too high. Well, now the mortgage company, I mean, excuse me, now the government is saying we're not going to buy any mortgages anymore. We're not going to buy any mortgage-backed securities and so on. What we're going to do is we're going to bundle up everything we have and we're just going to sell them. We're going to get rid of them. And they've already sold something like $1.2 trillion worth of all the uh, mortgages that they had bought. And they're going to sell them to Wall Street and investment firms and probably other governments and uh, you know pension funds or whoever wants to buy these mortgage-backed securities. Now, here's where I say this is going to be really ugly and I don't think anybody has a clue what's going on and it's going to be another big, huge fall in the economy. It's going to be a massive recession and the whole economy is going to go down the tubes. Now, look into this because here's why I say it gets really scary. If all these mortgages that the government purchased were all based on a false economy, a false economy on an interest rate that was just falsely put to stimulate an economy through a pandemic, which you know hasn't been around for 150 years, and probably another pandemic isn't going to go for another probably hopefully 100 years, we won't have another pandemic, then the whole economy was false. The government made false money, stimulated gave people money to stimulate the economy made a insane low interest rates the housing market rose to insane rates over over inflated and they bought all these mortgages that were over inflated so yeah they went liar loans backed up by no credit bad credit so, so great they were backed up by good credit but overinflated garbage loan. So the loan is really garbage because it isn't built on a a value of what that house is worth. It's garbage because it was built by an overinflated uh, market with a false interest rate that the economy created. So now the government is selling off all these mortgages and they're overinflated. They're just garbage because here's what happens if the economy goes down and people start laying off and so on and so forth they're going to try to sell these homes right um, you know a loss of job economy goes down people start laying off things are starting to happen the economy is starting to slow down um it's uh starting to get kind of ugly out there and what happened is is these people won't be able to sell their homes right they might have to uh, do short sales or they're just going to walk away well all these mortgages that the government had that sold it to wall street investors pension funds countries they're going to be stuck with a whole ton of mortgages that all fall apart and uh, become ugly, ugly mortgages because they're backed by false um, 
housing market that was overinflated to begin with. So that's where the ugly ugliness is. Now, here's another ugly statement, and it came out in the news, and I said, oh, is anybody is anybody even um, seeing this? I mean, it's such a con job. I can't even believe it. They said, hey, look at the... Um, the economy is getting better. Uh, the the prices are stable, and um, they're not going up as high. But when you look, there's people laying off of a lot of people, so the job market isn't as strong as it is. Yeah, it's strong because it's a summer, but those are temporary jobs. I mean, you could go back and say, hey, look, it in May and June, everybody hires for the summer for gardening and, you know, uh, uh, movie theaters and, you know, maybe uh, forestry service or amusement parks. And then as, you know, we get back to fall, everybody lays off. So they're temporary jobs. But what is happening is they're saying, oh, the, the prices are kind of stable. The prices are stable, so it's a really good market. No, it isn't. What's happening, and I'm like, are these people the stupidest people that ever walked the earth? Is they're laying off people and they're using what they, the, the money that they, uh, that they're saving laying off people to basically not raise their prices. So when they, the government says, oh, prices are stable and everything is great, that would be great if it's like, wow, you know, look at this, great, there's great jobs being produced and they're hiring a ton of people. They're not hiring hardly anybody. Matter of fact, they're laying off people because of the fact they're trying to save as much money as they can so they don't have to raise their prices because they know if they raise their prices, nobody's going to buy it. It's just going to increase the inflation rate and so on. But they they try to convince you that, hey, everything's stabilizing now and everything's wonderful because prices aren't rising. Yeah, tell that to people who buy gas. Tell that to people who are buying groceries and so on. And yeah, even if they are finally stabilizing, that's great, but you know, look at all the people that maybe their hours are being cut or they're not working full time anymore. Uh, things along that lines, and then tell me everything is wonderful and so on. So, like I said, I I hope this doesn't uh, happen, but I think once the interest rates go up and people start losing their jobs and the people not buying homes and people walking away from all the the houses like they did around 2008 and all these mortgage-backed securities that the government all uh, bought, you know, when the market was going through the route 10, 20, 30, 40 percent and they're selling them all off and like I said, um, they just sold 1.2 trillion dollars and then all these people who buy them are holding these ugly worthless mortgage-backed securities on overinflated houses with overinflated mortgages, it's going to be really, really, really ugly big time. And the whole economy is going to tank just like 2008. So, folks, um, like I said, look uh, look into it. You'll be totally surprised. 
uh, do your own research and so on, and tell me if you come up with the same conclusion, because nobody's saying this. The stock market isn't talking about it. Investments are, uh, are not talking about it. YouTube, you know, major investors on YouTube aren't talking about it. The news isn't talking about it, and I don't even think they know, and I don't even think the government realizes what's go going on. Uh, they're just thinking, hey, we stimulated the economy. We bought all these mortgage-backed securities, so people would give loans and now we're going to just unload them and boy they're really good loans and the triple a's and so on and so forth they're not looking at yeah but all these loans you know that that the houses that, that people bought should have been 300 not five or 600 and there's no value in it the value is just in the interest rate and that's why the 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 loan uh is there the value isn't in the house and when people try to sell the house and they can't and they walk away from it it's gonna it's gonna be really 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 ugly folks so folks i, I thank you very much for listening i hope, really appreciate it and like i said look in it do your own research but Guys, I would protect yourself right now as any way you can because it's coming. And I don't think anybody really, really sees it. All right. Thank you very much, folks. Have a good week. And I'll try to get with you next week. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show, Real Estate for the Common Man. Please follow us or subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, and coworkers about us. We're on all your major podcast apps, Amazon, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. If you can't remember all that, just Google it or have your friends Google Real Estate for the Common Man and it will come up. Again, we thank you very much for your time and hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hey, if you live in Colorado Springs and want to buy or sell a home, you can look us up at soldrealestatecompany.com as in I sold a home. Again, thank you very much. Have a very good week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.